it's just I seen it firsthand when I was a freshman. I seen it firsthand when I was a freshman, and I was real tight with with the Clausens. And I remember when he, when when he was done. I remember how he felt, even though he took out a full page ad. I think he was like a half page ad. Even though he took that out, he did it because it was the right thing to do. But he ain't ha- he wasn't happy. And I see it every year with with every quarterback that come through here, and you know, Peyton ain't walking through the damn door. There's not gonna be another Peyton. Anyways, we're going to the phones. We've got West Tennessee Vol. Folks, feelings going to be hurt if I keep going. Um, West Tennessee Vol, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I am fantastic. Well, I'm glad I heard the tail end of what you just said about people bashing these players that leave. And I, I agree with you. It, it's okay. I think a joke or two is okay, but they just take it too far. It gets old really quick. And the people who don't really care, there's a lot of the fan base that not necessarily doesn't care that they don't do well, but they don't care that they're not in Tennessee anymore. It's it's frustrating. I can um, relate to that. However, <laughs> I did see something funny on Twitter the other day. What you see? Last night. It was last night about Milton. So um, somebody shared something that said uh, – Heifel requested Milton out of the transfer portal and got the wrong one. Which, which, I did find that to be funny. But uh, it wasn't a jab at anybody. Um, uh, but the Milton McKenzie thing, so I hadn't even, I didn't, somehow I missed that whole story. Like, I had no idea that happened before. Yeah. And so my husband and I were talking about it last night because he watched the Tennessee game last night for the first time since he was out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> he... He's not a Milton fan. I tell him all the time he's a hater. But uh, we were talking about uh, Mackenzie Milton, and he was telling me about it. And I was like, this is so crazy. But it's so awesome that all of college football, whether you're a Florida State fan or not, have come together to support that. Yes. Because it's just been a thing. But that's not what I called for. What I called for was to ask y'all what y'all think. What do y'all think the biggest improvements will be this week with Joe Milton? Oh, I think identifying the open man. Um, I think once you watch film and see guys are running, running open, I think that's going to be probably the biggest improvement. I mean, we can sit here and say that he's going to hit some of those deep balls, but those are low percentage throws. And I don't think that we'll have players running as open as we did against Bowling Green. Uh, I don't know if Cedric Tillman is going to be running past folks, uh, even though he can. Just because you are four six four seven guy doesn't mean that any given play you can't step on the DB's toes and get behind the DB. I'm not saying that you only run deep routes with fast guys, but I'm just saying the competition is going to be a lot better. Uh, those DBs should be a lot faster. So um, you may not see Cedric Tillman running past guys like he did against Bowling Green. Um, I think you're going to have your deep shots. You're going to have opportunities, but I think you're going to see more of the completions in the Eden intermediate zone of the defense, uh, the digs and the curls and the comebacks, um, those 10 to, to, to 20-yard um, routes, I think Joe Milton will be more efficient in that area. Um, that and um, running the football, like knowing, all right, I need to get down or putting his shoulder down and go ahead and, and, and finishing the run, I think he, he was a little hesitant in the first game. He was in between, okay, do I need to – I need to try to get down here, or do I need to try to finish run? Um, 
a guy like him, he's so big, he's so powerful, but at the same time, you don't want to take extra shots if you are the quarterback. So I think that's where we see the biggest improvement with Joe Milton, those intermediate completions. I kind of think the the biggest improvement we see is the deep ball. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I to be quite honest, I, I don't feel overly confident in my my take, if I'm just being flat out honest. Uh, and, and maybe I am going a little too glass half full rather than glass half empty. Maybe I'm being too positive. But I, I just – I don't think that that was an accurate representation of Joe Milton on the deep ball uh, because you, you did not hear about that being an issue during fall camp. Heck, Tennessee put out a, a highlight video of him hitting Javante Payton down the side, down the sideline in which he hit him perfectly. Uh, so I, I think once you get uh, Valus Jones back out there, you get Jimmy Calloway back out there. And I know Valus played, but I'm, I'm saying like truly get him back out there because he, he was limited. He needs to be featured more. Yes. And, yeah. and that was on purpose. That wasn't Tennessee's coaches being naive and forgetting that they had Valus Jones. He, he dealt with a hamstring off all camp. He, he was limited on Thursday against Bowling Green. Uh, but hopefully that hamstring is, is feeling even stronger, even better. And, and like you just said, Swain, he could be featured against, against Pitt. Uh, I, I think on that first overthrow, the the adrenaline was just going uh, a little too much. I mean, he he about <laughs> threw it out of the stadium. Um, I I think the the adrenaline was going, and then the second one was was better than the first, and it, it seemed like it was getting a little bit closer to being hauled in. So maybe I'm taking the the glass half full approach, and maybe I shouldn't. We'll, we'll see against Pitt, but I, I just have a hard time believing that. Uh, as as much natural talent as as he has, that that was the the accurate representation of Joe Milton. I, I didn't walk away from Joe Milton's performance, and that be my biggest concern with Joe Milton. My biggest concern with Joe Milton was the the multiple open receivers that that he missed on a regular basis. That that was my biggest concern. Uh, moving forward, so I, I think area of, of of improvement. I think they'll hit, they'll uh, connect on a deep ball. I don't really know who, but I, I think somebody will connect with Milton on on a deep ball for a big explosive play. So, you, so you're saying the the, the wide open receivers was your biggest concern um, that he missed, and I'm, I think that was part of everyone's biggest concern, including uh, his and his coaches. I think that's going to be corrected more. Um, and I think it would be easier to correct more, again, because those deep ball throws are just a low percentage throws. But, man, you hit two of those, then, you know, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to carry a lot of weight and it's going to be huge. But I just think there will be more opportunities to, to hit some of those crossing routes and things that, things that he missed. And uh, I'll say this one last thing about Joe Milton, and then we'll go back to the phones. If we – if it's week six – and we were saying the same thing about Joe Milton in week one. Then, okay, I get like I get the volume of criticism. I understand it. And I'm not saying that a player doesn't deserve to be criticized or critiqued when you play a place like Tennessee. This is big boy football. But the overreaction of one game is what kills me. Like, if he, if he has four or five performances like he had his first game, okay. But my goodness, it was just one game. Just one game in Tennessee. One game in Tennessee, new offense. All right, let let the guys make some adjustments, and then let's see what happens after that. All right, let's go to the phones, and uh, let's not go to the phones. There's nobody on the phones to go to. My so bad. If, so if people would like to 
call in to the Irish Network's hotline, please do. Phone lines are wide open. She's just chilling. She's just chilling on the line yeah, right West there. Yeah, West Tennessee Vols just chilling, chilling like a villain, listening. All right, that's, that's cool. Ch- chilling like uh, Will Smith and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, now, I will say this, kind of a, a counterpoint to, to what you just said. Mm-hmm. Not that I disagree. I do agree. But what does concern me is that these were the same mistakes that we saw at Michigan. Now, I'm willing to give him a little bit of grace because, again, I'm not faulting him for his time at Michigan because Jim Harbaugh has ruined every quarterback that has come through there. So I'm still holding out some hope that he's going to be able to correct those mistakes. I think it's much more likely that he improves in those areas here at Tennessee. But they were the same mistakes at Michigan. Could he just be that guy at this point in his career? Well, hey, I think time will tell. Um, you had a couple drops too, tight end, receivers. And so those guys, those guys got to clean up their game. They got to do a good job of helping, helping Joe out um, too. So passing game as a whole just needs to get better. Receivers sure. need to run better routes. Milton needs to, to improve in several areas. Uh, the, the passing game as a whole just, just needs to get For better. Sure. And you could tell that Heupel was very frustrated after the game because I asked him about the receivers because I, I was even just – to the naked eye watching in in real time throughout the game, I was not very impressed with the receivers uh, other than, than Cedric Tillman. So I asked about the receivers after the game, and he kind of paused and, like, it's all, it was almost as if he wanted to kind of get real frustrated, and then he had to kind of pause and, and take a step back and then just talk about how the passing game as a whole really needs to take a step forward. Yeah, my, you could tell he was displeased. My receiver coach would have gave us the business in meetings. I mean the business. <laughs> it, it would have been something else, a sight to see. All right, uh, let's get the Turkey Man, then we'll take a uh, bottom of the hour break. Turkey Man, good morning. Good morning, guys. I hope you have a great great weekend and have a good day. Thank you, you too. And, uh, and uh, I was, uh, I guess my, my disappointment, I guess you'd say, from the uh, the game is exciting. Number one, exciting to get to see football. But I thought the receivers. Uh, I don't know what the situation, but I kept. I haven't got a chance to sit down and just look at look at that. Uh, I usually do when I say something. I usually do. But during the game, it seemed like we was wide open a lot in the middle. Yes, and I I want you to talk about that later. Man, I talk about it now, Turkey Man. I mean. Guys running open and quarterback didn't 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 see him quick enough. That's simple. But that that really concerned me. And the other thing that concerned me was that uh, you know how many cupcake games do you get? Especially, I want to see a uh, uh, hooker. Uh, ben talked about his consistency, and I really you know in his uh, maturity, and I was hoping to get to see a little bit more of him in a game. But it seems like, and this goes with with us being bashed, us being a ball fan. How many times we had a cupcake game and opportunity to get to see another direction because we don't get to see practice, an opportunity to build off somebody else to build, build, build a, build a, uh, a depth, and uh, and we get disappointed in that way. Because, but on the other hand, be fair about this. I don't think, you know, I go with you, Ben, and I said this, I said this two or three times this weekend. Uh, that, uh, that thing we played was not 
a bad team. I've seen a whole lot worse teams that played on Saturday uh, that uh, competition was, you know, it, it, it was good. Uh, they, uh, in fact, we, we've been in trouble last year in a place or two because they was they executed on defense and they got in a rhythm and our defense uh, stepped up or we would have been in trouble uh, because offense was, I mean, it went minute in the second quarter. Yeah, Turkey man, I think I think um, I think Bowling Green wasn't good. I don't, I don't think they was bad as they were last year. Tennessee sure, certainly should have beat them fifty to, to nothing, um, but they didn't. They didn't play you know as well as they wanted to, and that happens. You look around college football, and there's plenty of teams that didn't that didn't play well. Um, that had a number next to their name, and they're zero and one today. So um, you know, I am I am. You know, cool with a 32-point win and not any serious injuries. I know Cooper Mays, uh, we're going to find out what's going on with him at some point. Uh, he got banged up a little bit and had to had to enter the game. So, I uh, hope he's okay. But, like, I'm I'm good, man. It's, it's, it's Monday. Tennessee played on Thursday. Tennessee's not even talking about the Bowling Green game anymore. Uh, those guys have moved on. Now, we don't play, so we can continue to talk about whatever we want to. But at some point, we're going to have to move on as well and talk about the bowling, uh, talk about the pit game uh, and leave the Bowling Green game uh, kind of in the rearview mirror. So, um, lots, of, lots to correct, and it's good that you're able to make those mistakes and still win the game the way you were able to. Um, that's what you want in the first game. We'll take a quick timeout, and uh, we'll go right back to the phones after this. While the other guys are taking guesses, the Swain event is taking you behind the scenes and in the huddle every morning from 7 to 10, right here. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks. A Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. It's a new season, which means it's time to rep your team in new ways with gear from Game Time Sidekicks. Rep the Vols with every sip with a new tie-dye tumbler or bottle. They also have a new NFL Players Association product line, so you can support your favorite VFL on Sundays. Want to put your own flair on a tumbler? Game Time Sidekicks has you covered with options to add your own text or even a monogram on the back of your favorite team tumbler. To check out everything that Game Time Sidekicks has to offer, go to GameTimeSidekicks.com. Carry your team with Game Time Sidekicks. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. 
There is no better restaurant in town to enjoy the madness of March with. Cheer on the Vols and the Lady Vols with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadmbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Hey there, Swain Event listeners. I'm excited to share my new Keller Williams Realty app so you can tour homes without leaving yours. Not only can you search for homes in specific areas and neighborhoods, you can also have access to real-time market snapshots on stats like average home price and days on market, plus commute times from your office, school zones, and much more. Download my app today and get the most accurate information on buying, selling, and investing in real estate in your area. Just search for the Keller Williams Realty app and click on more in the lower right-hand corner. Type in Jennifer Morris in the Your Agent search bar, then save and you're set. And as always, feel free to reach out at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. You don't have to take an L just because you can't listen to the Swain event live. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app, online, and on iTunes. Get to the phones. The Irish Network's hotline this morning. Swain event fueled by that in barbecue. Let's get to Tony, who's calling from Kingsport. Feeling good there in Tri-Cities. Oh, yes, sir. Hello, hello. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I first want to say thank you for your show. I don't get to call in much anymore, but I do love listening to you guys. And you guys are doing such a great job. And adding the extra content is just something that I, I, I appreciate so much. So thank you very much. Well, I appreciate you, man. Um, first off, uh, I, I wanted to say something about like all the transfers that left. I was watching the games cause I wanted to see how much did we actually lose? And honestly, none of them actually shot out to me. So that was one of the things and most of them got hurt, unfortunately for them. But I mean, it, it, it seemed like that everybody was already saying, Oh, we're going to be so terrible cause we lost, but I didn't see them do anything special, so I'm not that heartbroken over it. I mean, Henry looked pretty good for Alabama. Yeah. Oh, that's low-hanging fruit, man. I'm sorry, but Alabama is Alabama. No, but he looked good on that team. I'm not talking about the team success, but he actually looked good uh, on that team. Yeah, true. Todd Chandler looked really good, too. I thought uh, Key Lawrence looked good for for Oklahoma. Uh, Almost got ejected. For a targeting, and the fact that they even reviewed the hit that he delivered is is blasphemous. I mean, it, it was an amazing hit. What what you're taught to do and was shoulder pad to shoulder pad, and because the quarterback's helmet came off, they thought it was targeting, so they threw the flag and and reviewed it. But Key Lawrence looked good. But for the most part, you, you're right, Tony, and and I agree with you. Uh, guys were guys didn't necessarily make an impact elsewhere. Jameer Johnson, second on the depth chart at A&M. Wanya Morris, second on the depth chart at Oklahoma. Uh, Eric Gray, I mean, he he, he wasn't the first team back on, on Saturday. Uh, didn't have a standout performance. I'll tell you what, I turned on the Northwestern Michigan State game when I got home from Carnes Pal. Crouch. And the first player that made a play was was Crouch in Crouch the backfield. Doing, Crouch doing his thing. Crouch Crouch looked well. So it, it's amazing what uh, Jeremy Banks and Henry T and 
Kavars Crouch can do when they actually have a linebackers coach. Very true, very true. So getting to my next question, and this is where I'm going to lead off here. Um, when did uh, Milton come in? Was it June? He, he wasn't here for the spring game, and he came in in June. Right after, right after the spring game. I right think after he got here in, in May for the mini okay. term. Okay, so a lot of people are sitting here dogging Milton about his play and stuff like that. And there's a couple of things about this. First off, he did just get here. And for someone to go to a whole different team with a whole new offense, that, that's, that takes a lot, of, a lot of intelligence, football like you. So is he going to be perfect coming straight out? No. Do we want him to be? Yeah, because we're Tennessee fans. But he's not going to be. He did miss some open throws. That'll get fine-tuned. I'm not worried about that. The thing about it is I've been in Neyland on, a, on the field during the, uh, like a halftime back in the day. It's, it's disorienting. Now, if you've never been in Neyland or played in Neyland, it, it is a disorienting field because there's so many people in the crowd, and that could be a factor too. So he just has to re- realign and focus on the field itself and put all the rest out. That's what I think. I think he's going to be fine. And yeah, I'll hang up. I, I just think it's too early to make any, like, big-time takes about Joe Milton. I mean, I saw some good things. I saw some things that need to be corrected. I mean, that, that's what I saw. Like, I think a lot of people are just harping on on the bat, and I saw some things that could be fixed that physically he can do. Like, it'd be one thing if, like, I remember 2013, we opened the season. And Justin Worley, you know, led the team to a victory. But there were some there were some throws that that he was inaccurate on, and this is why it was an open quarterback battle going into Florida Week. So you won the game, um, but Justin just wasn't just wasn't as accurate. Didn't throw guys open. Guys had to come back for the ball. Um, but physically, he just didn't have it. Like that was who he was physically. Well, Joe missed some throws. Physically, we know he could do better. That was just that was just mental. That was just, hey, you know, first game of the season, or I just missed this, or I was just maybe my adrenaline was running and I I got locked in in one receiver. Those are fixable. Those are fixable issues. Justin Worley stuff was 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 not fixable because his arm was limited. Physically, he was limited. So I just don't feel like some of the other folks out here that think the sky's falling from one game against Bowling Green. Now, if this is who he is midseason, then that's another conversation, but we're not there yet, and we may not get there. Well, right. there there's been a, a common theme with those who who are going too far with the Milton um, slander, I, I guess you could say, for lack of a better word off the top of my head. Uh, they all want Harrison Bailey to play. So that that incentivizes them to to go a little over the top. And and time will tell whether Josh Heupel made the right decision to to start Joe Milton um, and to to not start Harrison Bailey. He made the right decision today. Yes, I I, I do agree. Because – Joe Milton looks like the the best quarterback for this team, and he's better. He looked the best. Like – he he made the right decision. Second today. straight coaching staff that. Yeah. All right. I'm going. But to. that that's why you're seeing a little. At least I've noticed that those who are going a little too far, 
because Joe Milton does deserve criticism, some criticism for, for his sure. performance against Bowling Green. It was underwhelming. For sure. It, it was. But to, to act as if he's just some horrific quarterback or the quarterback that just left is, is just over the top through game one. Let's see how he plays against Pittsburgh. Let's see how he plays against Florida because he will be the starting quarterback for those games unless he just absolutely bombs out against Pittsburgh. And I, I don't see him bombing out against against Pittsburgh. Yeah. C.J. Vall says Joe is limited if he can't throw an accurate ball as well. Listen to me, C.J. I need you to listen. Physically, he is not limited. Those are fixable issues that happened in the first game. The comparison to Justin Worley was they were not fixable because he physically was who he was. He didn't have the arm strength. He didn't have the athletic ability. So Joe Milton issues are fixable. That's the difference between Joe Milton and Justin Worley. That's that's what I'm that's what I said. That's what I said, CJ Vall. But it doesn't matter if he continues to play like he did against Bowling Green. Again, this is just one game. One game. If if this is if we're having this conversation five and six games out, then this is another conversation. But this is one game. Uh, Cash Vall says Crouch looked good. Yeah, Crouch did look good. It looked like he was um, in better shape. Um, didn't didn't look like he was thinking too much, just reacting. So I'm happy. I'm happy for Coraz Crouch. I really like Crouch. Uh, let's see here. CJ Vall says we can't say Harbaugh's room when, when he comes here and does the same thing. Again, just one game, and we haven't seen um, Harbaugh develop any other quarterback since he's been in Michigan. So it's one game, and we'll see if if, if that's Joe Milton, that's just him, and that's you know there's no other um, you know there's not another version of Joe Milton. But again, CJ Vall, it was one game. Let's let's see what happens. And what I said Let's was see what happens, CJ Vall. Was that what I said was that Joe Milton may be that same guy. That that is something to monitor, but I was willing to give him a little bit of grace to start the season because Jim Harbaugh has not had success with a quarterback at Michigan. Yeah. He might be the same guy. He he may I mean it just maybe is what it is for Joe Milton at this point. In his career, but again, I'm willing to to not close the book on him until he gets a couple more games under his belt. Uh, Volgu says, "Was Eliza Simmons success just because we were playing Bowling Green? Do you think he really made that big of a step forward? He looked good. I think he made. I won't say that big of a step forward because you, you do realize he's playing against a freshman walk-on um, center, but for him to be starting, for him just to be starting." Rodney Garner saying, yes, you are my starter, when that was a surprise for pretty much everyone that's covered Tennessee football um, this fall camp. Yes, I mean, he is developing. He's getting better. He is making that step forward. We'll know a lot more uh, against Pittsburgh, but he was going up against a freshman walk-on center in Bowling Green. Um, So you don't want to take anything away from him, but you also want to be able to, you know, provide that context and tell the whole entire story. Uh, let's go back to the phones, and let's get to... We've got Dave Tona and Justin in Florida. Dave Tona! 
Man, Ben was waiting uh, on your phone call all day, buddy. Two Vol fans in the state of Florida, back to back. That's right. That's right. Hey, listen. Number one, I'm super surprised when I at seven o'clock I, you know, turned on the Swain event and you guys were there. I didn't think y'all would be on today, but that's very good. It's, nice surprise. It's football season. No days off there in football season. We get it at the mud. Yeah, it's football season, Daytona. Come on now. Keep it a buck. Well, anyways, <laughs> uh, people really need to chill out with this quarterback crap talk already. Already. One game already. Already. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I said all I was going to say on that today, for today. Who we play our third game? Tennessee Tech. Okay. So my suggestion is everybody just needs a zip of lips, give him pitch, give him Tennessee Tech, and then evaluate. But give the dude at least three games. I'm with you. I'd, I'd take it a step further, and I'd, I'd give him through the, the Florida game. And I say that just because, I mean, Tennessee Tech, you're not going to learn a ton from from the Tennessee Tech game. Um, but with, with Pitt, with, with Florida, I think the, those are two games that, that you can more than likely make a really fair assessment on Joe Milton about. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think if they're going to make an assessment, you make it before the Florida game. Uh, because if he doesn't show out against Tennessee Tech and Pitt, he's not going to show out against Florida. I'm going to hang up and listen. Thank you, Dayton. Good to hear from you. Let's get to Josh in uh, Florida. Justin in Florida. Oh, I, I said Josh. My bad, Justin. My bad. Youth and experience. Man. God, you already changed my name? I know. I'm sorry, man. I was I was thinking about you being you know, in Florida, but then in Knoxville, and I just, I just had a brain fart, man. Excuse me. Yeah, it's, it's all good. I'm just glad I got to follow Dave Tona. He's on, he's on the other coast. I thought y'all was hanging out, and y'all no, uh, called no, he's, together. He's, he's, on, he's on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast. Gotcha. Um, yeah, man. I, I think, uh, I, I think everyone kind of needs to just pump the brakes and, uh, you know, kind of let this play out uh, and. I know why everyone feels the way they do. It's kind of that battered ball syndrome and what we've gone through with QB and everything. I just think, you know, it, it may take time. And I called in before the game and said, you know, I expect a little, little bit of a sloppier game. You know, it's that first time out there and running live and in front of, uh, uh, you know, a lot of fans and everything. But, you know, I, I think wanting to make a switch – this quick is is very premature and i'm gonna as painful as this is to point out i mean what if we apply that same mentality to other positions and what i mean by that is you know jalen hyatt didn't have a great night we i think we can all agree on that Mm -hmm. or at least not a night we're accustomed to does that mean you know we should pull him out of the lineup and stick him on the bench no i mean sometimes you know you want guys to to do well right off the bat, and it it just doesn't play out like that. So let's see what adjustments are made. Let's see how things progress. I mean, that first throw from from Milton, you know, from the sidelines, I thought it was in the stands. I mean, he was just you know geeked up and just threw it way too far. So I think it's going to take time to get comfortable with some of the receivers. But 
I expect there to be improvements against against Pitt. Do you, would you say that's fair? No, I I, I agree. I just I'm just really careful about <clears throat> making you know these sweeping uh, generalizations off from just one game. I mean, you know, Sam Howell is a Heisman Trophy candidate. Will right. be a, a potential first round pick uh, at quarterback. And he threw three interceptions in his first right. game, and only yeah, one touchdown. He, he looked terrible. He was terrible. He was absolutely terrible. Um, but that was one game, and I don't care what he did, you know, the year before if it was good or bad. I'm looking at what he's doing this year, and one game, like he had a bad game. But I'm not sitting here saying that North Carolina should to bench him, and he's the worst thing ever, and he did so that. He just had a bad game, and good players, they they, they bounce back, and let's see if, if Joe can do that. And let's give him the opportunity to do that, along with his receivers, right. and, and who I also think, didn't have a good game. Right. And I think a lot of this, you know, a lot of fans would say, oh, yeah, but, you know, look at what happened at Michigan. And, and you know something? That's a very fair assessment. I just, you know, to your point, Wayne, you know, I, I think he's actually got someone that's going to develop him a quarterback and make changes. So let's see if the, the, the staff can do that. And some of the things that maybe, you know, Milton needs to work on, might take more than one season. I mean, you also have to look at that. I mean, you know, throwing the ball with a little bit more air under it and touch, I mean, that's not something you could possibly correct in 17 practices. So, you know, the, the coaches know what they're doing. And, you know, I've been, uh, I've been very cautious in, in saying that I, I expect there to be a lot of improvement versus Pitt. And, you know, hopefully things look a little tighter. But, Thanks for the time, guys. Talk to you soon. And well, like we he didn't, you know, we didn't see those those throws where he had plenty of touch, you know, on fall camp. You mentioned that earlier, Ben. Like we we saw him throw deep passes to to the Hyatts and um, you know to the Valises of the world and, and show show that touch. But I guess it doesn't matter unless you do it in the game. And um, he needs to do that. He needs to, to transfer his play from the practice field to the game field. Anyways, uh, let's go to the text box. I do not want to get hung up on the quarterback. Talk. Uh, too late. Golly, man. It's, a, it's, a, it's going to be that way until Tennessee has a, a bona fide stud back man, there. It's, it's like a rabbit hole. Um, Although Tennessee had Casey Clawson and Josh Dobbs, who I – Characterized as bona fide studs, and it was still a conversation then. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, any news on on Byron Young, and how do you think the defense will perform this week with getting a good pass rush against a pretty decent offensive line uh, that Pitt has? Will we have to bring an extra guy to get pressure? Thanks, guys. Well, um, I know Tennessee is trying to appeal, but the the the, the um, verdict initially was Bryant Young was going to miss two games. Uh, I have not heard anything has changed, so it looks like he's going to be sitting down for this one. Uh, you hate Tennessee's that. still trying to appeal. Yeah, you hate that because he's Tennessee's uh, best best pass rusher. But and there's they ca- could use him against a veteran quarterback. There's other capable guys um, that can get to the passer, Roman Harrison, Tyler Barron, and Tyler Barron did a really good job doing that in the first game. But, again, that was against Bowling Green. Um, I think we do have the guys. Will we – get that performance where we get guys in the backfield, are we able to to get pressure on the quarterback without blitzing? That would be the perfect best-case scenario. Um, get pressure on the quarterback with your front four, and then because you have a quarterback that is that is mobile, uh, being able to assign a linebacker 
um, to to account for his ability to use his legs. Um, ben said this earlier too. There's a question about the potential playmakers on the outside um, around Pitt's quarterback um, Pickett. He's really good. He's their best player. Tennessee can't allow the other players around him, the, the receivers, to have career days or even have you know average days. You know those guys, I think, are pretty average. But make sure they play average. Don't let them come in here and have a career day uh, against us and give Kenny Pickett, um, you know, easy targets by running open. So if we can get pressure with the front four, then we'll be we'll be in a good good shape. I think this game really comes down to the defensive linemen. Yes, uh, I, I do as well. I do as well because that, that's what concerns me most about this game for Tennessee. On a Monday, haven't dove into to Pitt a ton. Uh, very familiar with Pitt's roster because I, I keep up with it throughout uh, the offseason. Did so in preparing for the season. But uh, on a Monday, what, what worries me the most is just the simple fact that they have a veteran quarterback. And, and Tennessee's defense – uh, isn't completely established yet. Kind of veteran secondary, and that's—I mean—that's about yeah. it. All we can say. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and they do have a veteran offensive line, as we mentioned earlier in the show. From left to right, it's senior, 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 junior, senior. I may have thrown one too many seniors in there because I started with the tight end, but even <laughs> including the tight end, senior yeah. tight end, and then. Left tackle, left guard, center are, are seniors. The right guard is a junior, and then the right tackle is is a senior. And even the right guard, Jake Craddle, he has a, a senior, a COVID senior listed behind him in Keldrick Wilson. So uh, six seniors up, up front along the offensive line. Uh, but, again, I guess it depends on, on how you view that. They, they return everybody. They have a lot of experience, but it wasn't – an offensive line that was very good last season, so it may be a bad thing for Pitt that it, it that it is returning. It, it wasn't necessarily like uh, a, a, a horrific offensive line, but it wasn't good by any stretch of the imagination either. When you look at the, the stats, now where'd you find them game notes, man? I was I was on Google, Bing, I was on AOL. Com. I was ever trying to find those game notes, man. Pittsburgh's website had me all confused and dazed. Big Ben hooked me up. My goodness, man. I must help being a Steelers fan. Get that inside access. Did you help me out? Hour three is coming up here on the Swain event. Stay with us. Be right back. <laughs> 